Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, my friends. The opening music was by Salve Vocal Group 
from the CD Native Angel by Save, and it's spelled S-A-V-A-E. Uh, this is a great CD. It has uh, really great songs on it, and it's my personal favorite. You can order uh, anything you want from Save.org. You can also phone them for more information, and they do have live shows at 210-573-6335, and they're also on Facebook. Um, this morning, I'm going to give you the call-in number, 619-924-974. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, I did it. Sorry. I got it right. 619-924-9744 if you want to call in and have us pray with you or if you have any uh, concerns, uh, we want to let you know that we're here for you. I'm your host, Reverend Sean McKinney. I'd like to welcome listeners to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday was created to provide an open-minded platform that focuses on the tenet that Sunday is a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation, and prayer. All faiths are welcome. I'm a Christian in recovery, and all Bible readings will be out of the Ryrie Study Bible, and you may use any Bible you wish. I've had many spiritual experiences, and in gratitude, we'll have ongoing Bible readings and discussion about our spiritual experiences. I'm just focused on being my real self and carrying the message that's been given to me personally and reading out of the Bible. That's it. Very simple. So let's open this morning with our traditional prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this beautiful day. I wanted to say happy fourth to all my American friends. And uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, we also want to send a prayer out to, unbelievably enough, it's still going on, Christians are being persecuted worldwide. The freedom of worship and lives are in jeopardy. Uh, so keep them in your personal prayers. And please, God, may you send your mighty Archangel Michael to fight against evil and protect them and all your angels to watch over everyone, including our own personal battles. Our prayers go out to all those who suffer in worlds, including the animals who can't speak for themselves. We also pray for the wisdom of our president and all the policymakers that uh, they have the decisions to make and policies and everything else to have our best interests in mind and just get over the greed. And our leadership was appointed by God, and um, that's what it says to me in the Bible, and uh, there's a reason for everything. So I know the angels are working overtime uh, taking care of all that, and uh, I want to just thank you, God, uh, for everything you have given us and um, everything you've taken away, actually, and everything you've left us with. And um, as we ask in Jesus' name, we pray to help us grow under God and our Heavenly Father, Jesus' Son, and we grow under His care, and uh, that everyone, including my family, your family, is in my prayers. And I'd like to uh, wish uh, my friend Mark Harrison a very, very, very happy and blessed birthday today, and everybody else who has a special birthday today. And also, I have a friend who's having heart surgery on Monday. Her name is Marcia Becker, and I want you to please keep her in your prayers. She's having surgery in the morning, and we want to please God help Marcia get through a very easy surgery 
with a very rapid recovery. We love her very much. Um, she's a friend. She's also host of a wonderful radio show and uh, uh, Paranormal Angels. And we just uh, want to help her just get through all her struggles. She's very worried, and uh, let's keep her in your prayers. And thank you very much. And again, the call number is 619-924-9744. Now, last week's chapter was uh, chapter 20, the resurrection of the Son of God. And this week's chapter is 21, and it's actually our last chapter in the Gospels, and it's John. And after this, we'll be moving on to Acts. But I'm very excited that we made it so far. So we've read all, after today, we'll be reading all four of the Gospels. And um, I have been so excited about reading these because the more we read it, you know, the more we learn. And it's been exciting. I've been sharing it with my mother in particular. And she says that uh, she's really benefiting for what we're, we're learning here just by just reading straight through the Bible. So here we go. So you can also, if you don't have a Bible, I just read out of my Bible of choice, which is the Ryrie, R-Y-R-I-E, Study Bible. But you can use any Bible you wish. And there's also an online resource, www.biblia.com, and you can get a Bible right there and turn to John 21. And uh, the reason why I use the Ryrie Study Bible is somebody threw their Bible in the trash, and I was walking by, and it was laying by the trash can, and I picked it up, and it, it was my first Ryrie study Bible, and that's when I started uh, studying the Bible, and also I started writing a book about my spiritual experiences, which will be in print sometime, but I've just been reading it on the show, and I'll get it to print, and I have new stories to add to it, and uh, we'll keep on going. So now if you're ready... John chapter 21, to the seven disciples. After these things, Jesus manifested himself again to the disciples of the Sea of Tiberias, and he manifested himself in this way. Simon, Peter, and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others, his disciples, were together. Simon said to them, I am going fishing, and they said to him, we will also come with you. And they went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. When the day was now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples did not know it was Jesus. Remember, he has come back. He had already been passed away and left the tomb, and now he's back manifesting among uh, the disciples. Okay, let's read that again, so we're now at four. But when the day is now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach, Yet the disciples did not know it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, Children, do you not have any fish, do you? They answered, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find a catch. So they cast, and then they were not able to haul it in because of the great number of fish. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. So when the Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put his outer garment on, for he was stripped for the work, and threw himself into the sea. But the other disciples came in a little boat, for they were not far from the land, but about 100 yards away, dragging the net full of fish. So when they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire already laid, and the fish placed on it, and bread. 
And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have now caught. And Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Another disciples ventured to question him, Who are you? Knowing that he was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus had was manifested to the disciples after he was raised from the dead, to Peter, the beloved disciple. So when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, sort of son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to them, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my lambs. And then he said again a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, shepherd my sheep. And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, and my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will gird you and you bring where you and bring you where you do not wish to go. Now this he said, signifying that what kind of death you would glorify. I'm sorry, let me read that again. We're not to now 19. Now this he said, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back on his bosom at the supper and said, Lord, which one who betrays you? Which one is the one who betrays you? So Peter, seeing him, said, Jesus, Lord, and what about this man? And Jesus said to him, If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Therefore this saying went out among them, the brethren, that the disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but only, If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is testifying to these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books that were written. So that we are at the end of the Gospel, the end of John. So let's go back and read the notes. Okay, so John 21. We're going to start at 21.3, the boat. A Galilean fishing boat was about 15 feet long and then stripped for work. Not completely dressed, Peter swam ashore while others followed in the boat, dragging the net behind them as they rowed ashore. And then this other note is for 21.15-17. Peter's three denials are here offset by three protests Testations of his love for Jesus. Remember when he asked three times and was denied, so now Jesus is actually going through it again. And I never put that together before right now. So 
learn something again here. So Peter's three denials are here offset by three protestations of his love for Christ. John probably used two different words for love in these verses synonymously to include all aspects, emotional, intellectual, etc., of love. And then um, more than these means more than the other disciples. And then 21, 18, and 19, a prophecy of the martyrdom of Peter. So he was telling Peter that he would be martyred, and I guess it was a, a warning. And then 21, 22, is the Lord rebuked Peter for being distracted over John's future. Peter's only responsibility was to follow Christ, the top priority for all of us. And 21, 24, is John identifies himself as the writer of this gospel. And others, we perhaps the elders of the church, attested to his truthfulness. And then verse 25 is, the Gospels were not intended to be a complete account of Christ's life. So many more things did happen. And it's it's telling you that uh, this is just, we can't write everything down, but they did the things that were, you know, the things that ended up here was what was supposed to be ending up here. So next week we're going to actually go into Acts. And I'm very looking, much looking forward to that also. And uh, as we make our way through to the revelation eventually. So I want to thank you for that, for listening. And God has blessed us with uh, more knowledge about the Bible and uh, the story. How uh, this, this time what we picked up was that I remember when uh, he was denied three times. So this time... It kind of made up for it by saying, yes, I love you three times. So that's really interesting. So now I'm going to read you a little something out of my book, uh, Worth and Worship. And uh, I, I do have many m- stories to add, uh, and I will uh, be doing that in, in the future. So anyway, this, this is titled Worth. Finally, finally rejoice and be made complete, be comforted. Be like-minded, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. That was so lovely, and I wanted to add it in here. So it's a, That was 11 Corinthians 13, 11 through 14. We cannot ju- accurately judge our own actual worth, especially our worth in our, in our Heavenly Father's eyes. To God... The largest, purest lump of gold is just another pretty rock. We are his wealth. He sent his son, God Jr., to redeem us. He would do anything for us, and he did. The world cannot be our judge or even attempt to estimate our true value. God's vision and standard is quite different from the general human consensus, and we can trust in God's love and that we can rest and be confident. Having become as much better than angels, and as he inherited a more excellent name than they, that's from Hebrews 1, 4. And then, but Christ was faithful as a son over his house we are, and if we hold fast to our confidence and both of our hope firm yet to the end. So that's also from Hebrews. And then let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's Hebrews 4, 16. Hebrews are so helpful. So we will be tackling the Old Testament, you know, when we get done with Revelation. And uh, I'm not so excited about that. I'm a little scared, but we're going to do it. We're just going to make it through, little by little, week by week. And I want to thank you all for 
for being here this morning. Um, I really appreciate you, and uh, God bless you. And if you really want to write me or anything, you can write me to Char McCain, P.O. Box 980, Hermosa Beach, California, 902540980. And uh, this is going to be the closing for this morning. We just had a quick 20-minute service. And uh, next week we'll be starting in Acts. So I'm going to write that down. In Acts. And uh, let's do our traditional closing prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I want to thank you for joining Sacred Sunday. Please enjoy your day. It's a beautiful day out there. And and may God bless and keep you in his loving arms so you may have the strength to face whatever is ahead. Just remember, you're never alone. I love you very much, and may God bless your dreams that they come true and true love live in your heart. And remember, you can message me anytime if you need extra prayers or anything else. And I want to God bless you and take care. Bye-bye.